Roger, good morning to you. Uh, so a few upsets yesterday, not great for the Aussies, but as you mentioned yesterday, it wasn't in their favour as far as form went and the odds. What did you make of yesterday's play and uh, and what time did uh, did you finish up? Yeah, good morning. Uh, well, I finished up around midnight, but so I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't there for the full the full Medvedev game that finished at three forty. But uh, well, yesterday was one of the epic days of of uh, major, you know, Grand Slam tennis. Mm. There's no in in the history of the game. You know, there was it was, and you know, if, if, in a sporting event, if you had a ticket for a sporting event on one particular day um, of action, it was it was it was yesterday. There yeah. were five five setters in the men's. Uh, there were major upsets um, in the women, and uh, as you as you mentioned, Rebecca, she was she was you know she's probably as equal uh, favourite for the event, um, you know. And and when you look at their side first, so Schwantek, she was one four down in the third set against Danielle Collins, who's retiring at the end at uh, some stage this year from America, thirty year old, and that was just a, and then she won the next five games, and there was you know there was a lot of Sticking your chest out in that match between those two, there was no, there was a lot of front there. You know, Jessica Pagula, who was a number three, you know, seed. She was a number five seed. Excuse me. She was she was bundled out by a young French French woman. So um, it was it was happening everywhere. There were there were more there were more upsets uh, going on, and and so it was just a it was a big day. And, and the Rabakina one was you know twenty twenty two in the in the tie break, um, a whole bunch of match points. Uh, for her opponent in Blinkover, and and then and then it was you know it was one of those it was the longest tiebreak in the history of the Open game, and then then on the men's side, uh, gee, you started off there was you know with with Casper Rude, and he was able to get over Max Purcell, but Max you know he gave himself a chance, he had created opportunities, he was you know there was a chance that he was going to he was going to be the winner in that match, um, you know ten seven in the in this in the ten point tiebreak, he played some great tennis, they played. Great! It was entertaining all-round tennis, and uh, that was going on at the same time um, as uh, Alex uh, Alexander Zverev was playing on um, John Kane Arena, which which is a match I was doing. So I had a screen that was I was on, I was courtside doing the Zverev match. He had to come back from two sets to one down against Klein from uh, who was playing unbelievable tennis from Slovakia. He was a qualifier, a 25-year-old, and should have won that match. He, he had uh, big openings to win that match, and and simultaneously, the the Rude and Max Purcell match was going on, and they, their super tie breaks at the end were going on at the same time. Uh, so that was going around. So that you could imagine the locker rooms, mm-hmm. and uh, underneath that, um, every player would have been was just, would have stopped what they were doing, even if they were getting ready for matches. They would have stopped and watched uh, those uh, those epic finishes. And uh, you know, and then then you've got Alcaraz who dropped a set. Uh, as well in his match, and and so it was just one of those. And and then you had uh, Holger Rune, who's one of the you know who was potentially one of the guys that would go deep into the tournament and has big um, big ideas about what 2024 looks like. And and he lost to Kazu, who's a Frenchman who is same age as and they were juniors. They played together. Kazu had a winning record against him in the juniors, so that gave him some comfort. He's a wild card, a French wild card, 122 in the world, 21 year old. Uh, really athletic, good game, and uh, yeah, so it was just. And then Medvedev finishes six and it wins six love in the fifth at three forty um, a.m. from two sets of love down. So it was one of those. Um, yeah, it was an it was an epic day of tennis, and it was yeah, it was one of those where you, you just had to keep looking at the screen and the scoreboards and what was going on, and um, yeah, it was a it was a magic day actually. 
sets it really nicely up for the today and also into the weekend. Looking at the Aussies today, Storm Hunter is up against Barbara Kretchikova after the Djokovic and Thomas Martin-Echeverry clash, which is first up on Rod Laver Arena. Alex Dimonor also plays tonight against Cabelli, the Italian qualifier. How do you see Hunter going against Kretchikova, the ninth seed, and does Dimonor use this as a, as a quick kill against Cabelli? Yeah, look, I, th- I think for Storm, you know, this is this is past your expectations. There's no doubt about that. When yep. you when you're in qualifying, you're not sure where you where you're going to land. You qualify, and you're now in the third round. She gets a chance to play on Rod Laver. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I think her opponents are going to be too strong. Um, you know, for her, I think she'll have too many. You know, she might have too much firepower uh, for her, and uh, but you know she put a good showing and she's talented and she's seeing the ball really well and having the time of her life and there's there's a free swing really so yeah. I think that's where that match sits uh, to be honest and and for Alex you know he's playing a qualifier who's again had the having the tournament of his of his life at the moment the Italian and um, you know he's they're all inspired by what Yannick Sinner's doing who who's on as well today um, but uh, you know so. So I just think that uh, Alex, yeah, he's he's had a, it's it's been good. He had a, he had a match yet two days ago, which was comfortable. Had to go out there and put his tennis on show, though. You've got to turn up and you've got to uh, you've got to present yourself as as you know you're playing one of the big matches of your career. So and that always dampens the spirit of the the opposition if you get a, if you get in front. And um, that'll probably happen today as well. It's, you know, John Kane Arena. It's it it's a noisy stadium. They get right behind the Aussies, as we saw with. Kokonakis and uh, Grigor Dimitrov last night, um, and they back you in pretty hard if you if you play some inspiring tennis. And Alex is doing that; he's he's playing inspiring tennis, and yeah, that's going to be a match for the Italian that he's going to find a little um, yeah, the going is going to be a little tough. Roger, I'm interested to hear your opinion on uh, Novak. Uh, I just heard a comment yesterday in in the coverage that you know he's dropped a few sets, which is unlike him in, in some early games. Um, he had a bit of a, a lash at the crowd the other night. Do, do, do you think he's a bit off, mate, or when when the time comes, uh, he'll you know bring calm down and, and play his natural tennis? Yeah, good question. I, I mean, I just think it's it's normal. Every 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 match, I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty big believer that every every match has its own identity and its and its own environment, and it sort of sets up uh, as as we as it goes along and. Uh, you know, Novak obviously was, uh, you know, feeling a little. He was feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, the conditions, you know, he he had a player that could play um, in uh, Alexi Popper, and he could he could win three points. Uh, he could hit big. So you know that that's a challenge as well. So it forces you, um, and so it wasn't all in his hands, and it wasn't going his way. So, and then you've got a crowd that sort of can get on you um, when there's an Australian playing. And, and so those sort of, those dynamics of that courts, that court environment, yeah, it was, it was a bit unsettling. He's dropped a couple of sets. Does it have any influence on what he does moving forward? No. Was it physical enough to totally destroy him? Did he finish at 3.40 a.m. and uh, have to come back from two sets of love? No. Um, but what we have seen in the past is when he's had to do those things, those extreme things, uh, there's probably, you know, at the moment on the court, there's no other person that does that any better. And um, he's proven over and over again that he can push things aside and just stay in the moment. And he regroups pretty quickly, as we saw against Popperin. Um And so, yeah, so I, I don't think there'll be anything um, to to look for there. I just think Novak's got an, another match. He's playing Echeverria, who's a very solid Argentinian. 
who uh, beat Gail Monfils in the previous round. And uh, I was speaking to Gail quite uh, lengthy yesterday about it. And he said, gee, wow, I didn't think he moved that well and would, and would play that consistently well throughout from start to finish. He, um, he found it quite surprising, a big improvement in his game. And, uh, and, but Eschenberry is playing his idol. You know, he grew up wanting to, to play like Novak. And so um, he openly says that. He openly says he's, you know, he's, he's an idol. He's his biggest idol. Um, and so will the going get too much for him? But what we'll see is we'll see some good extended rallies um, because Echeverry is very strong and he's fit and he moves well. So um, it's going to be at night time. It's cool here today again. So we're not getting that, you know, the, our Australian summer uh, that can affect uh, the conditions and can affect the way the, the game's played. So um, it's hard to hit a lot of winners. So you, there ends up being a lot of rallies back and forth. So it'll be a physical game, but you would think Novak just, just has too much. Uh, Rog, uh, we've got to get to Brad Davo in a sec. So I just want to get a couple of rapid fire uh, predictions from you today. Sinner versus Bayers. That's first up on Margaret Court Arena. Uh, Sinner. Yeah, I think comfortably three sets. Nice. Uh, pass against Frenchman Luca Van Asch. Uh, oh, that was a big win for him, uh, the, his previous win. So uh, over over Jordan Thompson. So I think he, he'll he'll come through. And there, there could be a set in it, but yep. I, I feel like Sitsipas is straight. Yep, nice. Uh, Coco Goff against fellow American Alicia Parks. Yeah, must must watch for all tennis fans. I think, and if you're a sporting fan, two Americans, very athletic, probably two of the most, two of the top four, or five athletic uh, women on the tour. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think Coco. Just a bit too much experience, and, and she won't want to let um, her fellow American uh, push her around. So I'm going Coco, but it'll be, be a fun watch. Nice one. And then Andre Rublev against uh, Seb Korda, two seeds. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, Seb Korda's super talented. I'm going to lean Seb. Yep. Um, I think Andre uh, Rublev, you you know what you're going to get. Yep. and But I'm just going to – I think there, there could be a little upset. Nice. Uh, over against Paula Badosa, an interesting one. Yeah, it is. Great opportunity. Um, that's uh, Tsitsipas's girlfriend. And uh, coming back, she's, she's, she's about 100 in the world now. And, and Samova's on a, on a big comeback on her own terms, though. Uh, had a spell. So I'll lean with the American. Yep, nice. And then finally, Ben Shelton, Adrian Manorino. Um, Adrian Manorino. Uh, interesting. Uh, biggest server and a person who strings his racket like a like a sloppy trampoline. Uh, um, I'll go with the biggest server on this occasion. I say Shelton, I take it. Yeah. Good, Shelton with the sloppy trampoline. Um, Rog, always appreciate it. Have a ripping day. See you guys. See ya.